0: What I need, and so let's stay uh, dedicated to it. Amen. I, I'm going to be reading tonight from the book of Haggai, a minor prophet. The book of Haggai, a minor prophet. We're going to we're going to read from uh, the second chapter of this great minor prophet, who speaks of some very wonderful things concerning the temple of the Lord. My subject tonight is the greater glory, the greater glory, and we're going to be reading from Haggai chapter 2, and we'll begin reading at the third verse of Haggai chapter 2, and the word of the Lord says this, who is left among you that saw this house in her first glory, and how do you see it now? Is it not in your eyes in comparison of it as nothing? Yet now be strong, O Zerubbabel, saith the Lord, and be strong, O Joshua, the son of Josedech the high priest, and be strong, all ye people of the land, saith the Lord, and work. For I am with you, saith the Lord of hosts, according to the word that I covenanted. I love that, covenanted. It is a verb. The covenant of God is a verb. It's an action on his part. According to the word that I covenanted with you when you came out of Egypt, so my spirit remaineth among you. Fear ye not. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, yet once it is a little while, and I will shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land. And I will shake all nations and the desire of all nations shall come, and I will fill this house with glory, saith the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine, and the gold is mine, saith the Lord of hosts. The glory of this latter house shall be greater than of the former, saith the Lord of hosts. And in this place will I give peace saith the Lord of hosts. In case you had any question as to who was saying this, multiple times in this passage, the Lord says, through the prophet Haggai, saith the Lord of hosts. So I want to speak to you tonight for just a few moments on this subject, the greater glory. I again want to thank you for tuning in and joining us for this Wednesday night Bible study for joining us in our Sunday morning services. We had a great time on Resurrection Sunday. We had people contact us for baptism. We've got people out of state that we are coordinating with to baptize them in Jesus' name. And uh, this is just a beautiful thing that God is doing. I know it's a challenging time. I want to encourage you to continue tuning in. We're over a month now with this live streaming uh, situation where we're providing our services through live stream. Be not weary In well-doing, keep your eyes focused on the Lord and keep your shoulder to the plow. Keep tuning in for spiritual encouragement and spiritual nourishment. Check out our Facebook page. Check out our website. Check out the YouTube channel. You're going to find tremendous uh, worship from various uh, leaders in worship here at Tree of Life Church. Uh, You're going to find Bible lessons on the website from uh, children's ministry workers and and uh, Sunday school teachers, beautiful Bible lessons for your children, and uh, it would be good for you to tune into that and have your children tune into that and keep plugged in and connected. It's important to stay connected uh, during this time. Also, check out the branch Facebook. Our young people and youth leaders are, doing, are delivering beautiful uh, devotionals on the branch Facebook page and on the uh, branch Instagram uh, page, and so you'll be blessed On a number of levels uh, through the ministry that is coming from Tree of Life Church uh, to lift you during this time. Continue to to tune in and stay connected and keep the faith. God is with us. And we're going to look into the word of the Lord and talk about the greater glory. The Lord poses a question to the uh, Israelites through the prophet Haggai. And he asks this question: He said, Is there anybody left? who remembers this house in her first glory. He's talking about the new temple that has been built. There was a new temple built after Solomon's temple was destroyed. Solomon's temple was destroyed by King Nebuchadnezzar. And the children of Israel went into a time of exile and captivity. And that was a devastating blow to, to Israel. It was devastating on a number of levels. They, they had turned their heart against the Lord. They had followed after false gods. They had sinned greatly and done great wickedness before God. And God let them be taken into the hands of King Nebuchadnezzar. Uh, that's, that, that was the direction they were going, and God allowed it to be. And when the temple was destroyed, it was like a, it was like a, a forever gut punch, if you please. That just left them feeling so, uh, so devastated. And the Lord has now led them back to rebuild the temple of the Lord. And so through the prophet Haggai, he poses this question. He said, is there anybody alive that remembers the temple in her first glory? And then he asks, how do you see it now in comparison to the first temple? Do you remember the gold and the silver and the brass and the cedars? Do you remember the Bible referred to it in 1 Chronicles chapter 2? The Bible, or pardon me, 22, verse number 5. David said, this temple needs to be exceeding magnifical. It must be exceeding magnifical. And the Lord is saying through the prophet Haggai, is there anybody here alive that remembers this exceeding magnificent temple? And how do you compare it to what we're building right now? It was a kind of a rhetorical question because he, he, he said specifically, is it not in your eyes in comparison of it as nothing? Do you see how how much this new temple pales in comparison to the old temple i mean that was everything people came from the uttermost parts of the earth to hear the wisdom of solomon the queen of the south the queen of sheba she brought a caravan of spices and and it was that was a major undertaking that she brought all the way from sheba to Jerusalem to see the wisdom of Solomon and to see the temple that he had built for the Lord his God. And when she got there, she was amazed. And she said, the Bible said there was no breath left in her. It took her breath away. It was so beautiful. There had never been a building, a temple, built on the scale of Solomon's temple. And it absolutely astounded her and she said I came to this place because I heard of your wisdom I heard of your glory that the glory of your temple and and so that's what drew me but when I got here nothing could have prepared me for what it was I saw because because the half had not been told that's the kind of temple that Israel used to have that's the kind of temple that Nebuchadnezzar destroyed and the Lord said, how do you compare that temple to the one we're building now? Is it not in your eyes in comparison as nothing? This new temple, man, it didn't, it didn't even come close to the glory, the splendor, the grandeur, the fame, the reputation of the former temple. There was no comparison at all. And the Lord knew that through the eyes of man, it seemed like there was no comparison. And then he began to explain to them, look, he said, I am shaking the heavens. I'm shaking the earth. I am, I am allowing certain things to take place, but don't fear because I am with you and I have not forgotten my covenant with you that I made with you when you came up out of Egypt. And he said, my peace is with you and my spirit is among you. Do not be afraid. That's what the Lord told the children of Israel. And then he explained to them this. He said, the silver is mine. The gold is mine. All of it belongs to me. And the glory of this latter house shall be greater Than the glory of the former house. I know that the former house was on a level of grandeur that the world had never seen but the glory of this house though it might in your eyes pale in comparison it's going to be a greater glory than what you had back then. I bring this to you tonight because we're turning a little bit of a corner in this in this very unusual episode of American history, world history, and the history of the church. We're turning a little bit of a unique corner. Uh, we have, for several weeks, been under this under this very unusual set of circumstances where, where there has been a, a shutdown state by state, and it varies from state to state. The details vary from state to state. And and it's uh, it 's unusual, and it 's been very, very uh, challenging for a lot of people on so many levels. I mean, you take the public health aspect, people at risk of being sick, people who go into work and when they go into work, they risk getting sick and and there are people on the front lines who are risking getting sick, and there are are people who are coming into hospitals and the numbers grow and the, and the number of fatalities grow. And so on the public health side of things, it is a, it is a remarkable and, and very uh, distressing time. And on the other hand, it's an economic challenge like nothing we have ever seen before. There has never been a time in our history, even 100 years ago, during the flu pandemic of 1918, when the whole economy of the nation, for the most part, really came to a screeching halt. It's unlike anything we've ever seen and people are getting affected by it. Millions every week are becoming unemployed, losing jobs, facing hardship, financial challenges. And so it's, it's on, on various levels. It promotes a hardship that people have never really faced in their life and it, it reminded me in prayer and in the study of the word of when Israel went into captivity, when the temple was destroyed. There were people who were building things before this. Terrible hardship came upon our nation and upon our world. There were people who had built savings and built investments and built companies and built a career and built a life and had a plan and had a five-year plan and a 10-year plan, and, and they were trying to work that plan, and they were, they were giving it their best shot and in a matter of weeks. And, and I do mean weeks now. We're, we're, we're beyond days. We're going into weeks now. We're, we're into our second month of this challenge. And we need to pray for our national leaders and our state leaders that God will give them wisdom. That God will give them wisdom and God can give them wisdom. The Lord can give them wisdom. He can raise up Josephs in our midst who have a direct word from the Lord as to how to walk the fine line of reopening the economy even while safeguarding the public health. It may be impossible with man, but nothing is impossible with God. And we need to pray to that end, and we need to pray against the spirit of politics getting into this. We don't need politics right now. We need people to be focused and dedicated on doing the right thing and, and doing it with the wisdom of God as their guide. So let's pray together that the Lord will just pour out his spirit of wisdom and understanding and knowledge and counsel and might and the fear of the Lord. Amen. And God will give us the direction that we need. One thing we've seen is that our nation has begun looking to the Lord. Our nation has taken note that this is not an ordinary time and that They need help that can't come from normal sources of help. And we look to the hills from whence cometh our help. Our help cometh from the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. And as I look at this, I realize we're going into a second month of challenging times for our nation. And I I believe I'm speaking to people who are facing hardship in their own lives. Maybe you're facing hardship on the public health side of things where maybe you're sick. Maybe it is that you are risking being sick every time you go to work. Or maybe it is that you have a loved one who's suffering from this virus. and, and, And then perhaps you're suffering on the economic side of things to where you can't go to work and you don't have a revenue stream. And you're wondering how the Lord is going to provide. Or maybe you're suffering in both capacities. If God has spared you from both, You need to give God praise for that. If God has spared you from one, you ought to give God praise for that. And if you're going through one or both of these scenarios, I want you to know that the Lord is with you. Keep your eyes on Him. Turn to Him. Call upon Him. He is a very present help in your time of trouble. We can lean on Him and trust in Him. And depend upon His holy word. And that's what we're doing tonight. We're bringing the word of God. But, but this is what I want to encourage you to understand tonight. The Lord told Israel through the minor prophet Haggai. I want you to look back and say don't mourn about what was lost in that original temple. Because what I'm doing right now in this temple is going to have a greater glory than what Nebuchadnezzar destroyed. And we can sometimes look at that. Those things that we are trying to build, those things that we're trying to somehow develop in our lives and make them the best, and we've got a lot of blood and a lot of sweat and a lot of tears and a particular work or a particular investment or a particular ca- career field or, or what have you. Maybe it's your house. Maybe you're in danger of losing your house. The economic hardship people are suffering is on my spirit tonight. And I believe that God has a word for you to understand. Trust in him. And don't worry about what gets devastated in this situation. And I'm not saying that lightheartedly. I I say that not in the sense that it's not a serious thing to be concerned about. I say it in the sense that God is going to work all things together for the good. If you'll trust in him and lean upon his holy word. Israel lost that first temple. It was the pride of Israel. It was, it was beautiful. The reputation of that temple was beyond anything anybody had ever seen. It was exceeding magnifical. And then it was destroyed by an enemy army that had, had come in to destroy the temple. And maybe that's how some people feel about this situation where did the where, where did my livelihood go where did my where did my 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 income go? where did my revenue go? where did my job go what, what am I going to do and God said i 'm going to build a temple and, and and at first you might look at it and it may not compare to what you lost but i 'm seeing it through a different set of Lenses, and I want you to understand that the glory of this latter house is going to be greater than that of the former house. Believe with me tonight in the name of Jesus that what God is doing through this situation is going to turn out to be of an even greater glory than what had happened in times past. You haven't even seen God move on the scale that he's about to move in your life. I know you've got great testimonies. I know you've got great miracles in your life. I know you've got a a, a wonderful, just a a spectrum of things you can point to that God did this here and God did this there. But you get ready because you're getting ready to see God do some things that you never knew he was going to do it. He will absolutely blow our minds. We think he's a healer. We think he's a deliverer. We know he's a healer. We know he's a deliverer. But the half has not been told of what god is going to do in your life believe that with me tonight in the name of jesus christ oh hallelujah hallelujah take this time take this time that you have whatever your situation and consider your ways haggai said that in the first chapter he said you know what consider your ways he said you so much and you bring in little He said, you you eat, but you have not enough. He said, you take money and you put it into a bag with holes in it. And so take this time to stop and consider your ways and, and, and say, what can I do differently? What can I do to improve my situation? Is there there some way that innovation will work, invention will work? I I pray, and this has been a, a prayer of mine, I pray that in this time of great duress, that the Lord will anoint the minds of His people to be innovative and inventive and creative and emerge from this, hallelujah, emerge from this with anointed thoughts and ideas and creative solutions to go forward and create something that's of an even greater glory than anything we have seen before. Now, when you first look at it, you might say, but where's the silver? Where's the gold? Where's the brass? Where's all the cedar? Where, where are the, the brass lions and, the, and all of the trappings that were in Solomon's original temple? And God said, you know what? You got your eyes on the wrong thing because I'm breaking things down to build them up. When God breaks our flesh down, it's because he's building our spirit up. And I, sometimes I say I don't know about you, but in this case, I think I do know about you and I can say it for me and you and, and everybody else in our nation and world right now. Our flesh is being broken down, but not so will be destroyed. But so that God can build us up as a spiritual habitation for His Spirit. So God can build us up as a place of faith and as a place of grace and as a place of peace where His Spirit, hallelujah, can have His way. So don't resist what God is doing and don't resent what God is doing. I'm gonna say that again. Don't resist what God is doing and don't resent what God is doing but say to him like you have said before in your life Lord I don't understand what's happening but I trust in you and I'm going to roll with it and I'm going to let you have your way and I'm going to let you have your will be done in my life and I'm going to see a greater glory to come out of this than I had before all of this started. Man we were rolling before all of this started. Man we were moving and grooving before all of this started. We thought we were just sailing down the highway and then all of a sudden there's a pothole like nothing we had ever seen and the wheels come off and the and the car comes to a screeching halt and and we don't know what exactly to do about it man i'm going to tell you that's when god operates best that's when god steps into the picture and said let me show you an even greater glory let me show you an even brighter path let me show you my power in ways that you haven't seen my power at work before Oh, hallelujah. I want to say to you too, and I want to say this to the church, Tree of Life Church, and to, to whoever may be tuning in, I want to say something to you. When you give unto the Lord of your tithe and free will offerings, sacrificially, you are blessed of the Lord. Blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed when you come and when you go. In Jesus' name. And you hold on to that blessing. And you claim that blessing and stand upon those promises and say, Lord, I've given faithfully unto you. I've given faithfully unto you and I'm trusting you to come through for me in this time of financial need. And the Lord is going to come through for you in remarkable ways, in beautiful ways. Listen, you look around you and you say, well, I don't see a lot of job opportunities. And there are some out there that are hiring. And you might look around you and say, you know, this stimulus check's not gonna get me very far. This thing drags on for much longer. And and then you wonder about, about what you're going to do when the economy does reopen because you don't want to get sick and and you're looking for for a way to protect yourself while working and, and, and generating revenue. I want you to know what the Bible says. The Bible said that he'll open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive it. Your blessing, it's not going to come from the economy of man. Your blessing is going to come from the windows of heaven. And you're going to see the glory of God on a greater scale than what you've ever seen it before. In the name of Jesus, you ought to claim that right now in the name of the Lord, hallelujah. Glory to God, I pray a blessing upon you. I pray a blessing upon your family. I pray a blessing, a hedge of protection, financial, spiritual, physical, emotional, mental, hedge of protection, hallelujah, all around you and your family in the name of Jesus Christ. God breaks things down sometimes To build them up. That's what he did. He allowed Solomon's temple to be destroyed. He said, I'm going to let you rebuild a temple. It's not going to look as nice to you when you first look at it. But look at it through my eyes and you're going to see it's a greater glory. The glory of this latter house shall be greater than that of the former house. Do you know that that temple, that that temple that was rebuilt, that Haggai was talking about, do you know that that temple was also destroyed? In 70 A.D. by General Titus, Roman general, that temple was also destroyed. So not only was the first temple destroyed that was exceeding magnifical, but the second temple that had a greater glory than that of the former was also destroyed by General Titus. But you know what? You can't stop the people of God. You can't stop the people of God by destroying a temple. You can't stop the people of God by by the mere fact that we may not be able to gather together and worship in a physical construct right now. You can't stop the people of God. You want to know why? Because we understand who the real temple is. The temple isn't Solomon's temple, and the temple isn't the temple of uh, of Haggai chapter 2. The temple is the temple of the Lord. And Paul said to the Corinthian church, don't you know you are the temple? Hallelujah, of the Holy Ghost. I'm going to read it to you in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 10. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder. When God builds, he does it masterfully, and he does it with wisdom. Hallelujah. He said, I have laid the foundation, and another buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereon. You know, we've got a foundation, which is Jesus Christ. The apo- we're built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. And the Bible said, other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. We are built upon the foundation, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if any man build upon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble. Every man's work shall be made manifest for the day shall declare it. This day in which we live is declaring the kind of foundation that we have and the kind of things we've built on top of that foundation whether it be gold or silver or precious stones wood hay or stubble I'm grateful to God that it's a sure foundation and I'm grateful to God that everything we have built on top of that foundation is of a high quality and able to withstand the fire oh hallelujah of the fiery trial that we face in this day the gold is not affected by the fire except that it only improves tree of life we're only going to improve from these circumstances every man's work shall be made manifest And the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire. And the fire shall try every man's work, what sort it is. If any man's work abide, which he hath built thereon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss. But he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. You are the temple of God. You are the temple of God. So Solomon's temple destroyed by Nebuchadnezzar, but, but you are the temple of God. And then the second temple that was built was destroyed by General Titus in 70 AD, but But that's even okay because you are the temple of God. And and we can't gather together right now. We're going to in Jesus' name. And God's going to give us the wisdom we need to be able to make that happen when the time comes. God's going to give us the same wisdom we're praying that he gives to our national and state leaders. He's going to give us the wisdom how to navigate those waters. And and though we can't gather together right now, that's, that's, that's actually okay. I I miss you all, I miss worshiping. I was going through some videos the other day and and we were all jammed in here, worshiping, shouting, dancing, singing, and I miss it so much. But you know what? You are the temple of God because the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. Oh, hallelujah. And so when, when we can't gather together into a physical building, the Spirit of God dwells in us. Brother Seth Holston said it the other day so well after Resurrection Sunday. He said, he said the church house was empty, but the houses were filled with church. I love that. That's exactly what happened. The, the seats in this building were empty, but the houses were filled with the power of the Word and the glory of Almighty God. Hallelujah. God's doing something, folks. And it may not look like what we're used to and we might want all the gold and the silver and the brass, but God is doing something and the glory of this that he's doing is going to be an even greater glory than anything we've ever seen him do before you get ready for it. Hallelujah. This isn't the time to turn your back on God. This isn't the time to backslide. This isn't the time to grow cold. This isn't the time to tune out. It's the time to tune in, to plug in and say, Lord, I'm ready to see that greater glory. Hallelujah. Greater than what's happened in the past. Greater than what we've seen up to this point. Greater. Greater. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Let me, let me, let me say even more clearly. Greater is the Holy Spirit of God in you than the coronavirus that is in the world. Oh, hallelujah. You are the temple of God. Now, Now, you and I, We're in a physical body. Paul called it a body of death. And he said, O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? One day this body's gonna break down just like Solomon's temple broke down. One day this body's gonna break down just like General Titus broke down the second temple. But even then, we have nothing to fear. Do you know in Revelation 22 and 21, The revelator said, I saw no temple in that city for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of that city. Hallelujah. So even this body, which is currently serving as the temple for the Holy Spirit to dwell in, even when this body breaks down, I don't need this body in that city. I'll have a resurrected body. I won't need a temple in that city. The Lord is the temple in that city. Hallelujah. And it'll be a greater glory than any glory we've ever known. The writer said that we go from glory to glory. Hallelujah. From glory to glory. And we have seen his glory. We have seen his handiwork. We have seen his mighty power. But he's transitioning us from that glory and into an even greater glory. I can't wait to see it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm in this thing for the long haul. I want to see what God is going to do. And he is an ever-present help. He is an ever-present help wisdom. He is an ever-present healing, and he's going to take us into greater glories than what we've ever known. Come on, lift your hands right now and receive it into your heart. Receive it into your mind. Receive it into your spirit, into your home. Hallelujah. Come on, I want you to get a hold of this word, because God is going to deliver you from fear, and God is going to deliver you from complacency. You know, some people are, are quarantined, a lot of people are quarantined into their home and and maybe they're not able to get out and go to work and 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 they're losing that sense of purpose and they're they're losing that sense of why am I here and what, what is it that I'm supposed to do? And 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 and, and then you have the added insult of being maybe considered non-essential that's that's a technical term you are essential to the work of god god created you for his glory god created you for his purpose and you are absolutely essential to what god is going to do in your family what god is going to do in your home what god is going to do in your neighborhood your community your sphere of influence right here at tree of life church you're essential to what the Lord is doing don't give up hope there's an even greater glory hallelujah there's an even greater glory that is unfolding and it's gonna it's going to absolutely satisfy our mouth with good things it's going to it's going to cause us to walk in a new dimension it's going to cause us to, to, to have a new faith Hallelujah. It's going to cause us to have a new faith in Jesus Christ. Faith to walk on water. Faith to lay hands on the sick and see them recover. Faith to live for God like we've never lived for Him before. Listen to what He said in the Word of the Lord. He said, It's a little while and I'll shake the heavens. He said, I, I'm going to shake the earth and I'm going to shake the sea and I'm going to shake the dry land. And I'll shake all nations. And the desire of all nations shall come. And I, hallelujah, will fill this house with glory. Hallelujah. Folks, we're accelerating ready now. This thing isn't stopping ready now. This thing is putting the pedal down on ready now. God is positioning us for something we could not have positioned ourselves for. He said, I'm going to shake the heavens. I'm going to shake the earth. I'm going to shake the sea. I'm going to shake the dry land. That's what you're seeing in our world. He's shaking the heavens and he's shaking the earth and he's shaking the sea and he's shaking the dry land. And he said, but while all of that shaking is taking place, I will fill this house with glory. Glory to God. I will fill this house with glory. And the glory of this latter house shall be greater than the house you remember what do you remember of the power of god what do you remember of his glory think back for me for a moment what what is it that you recall god having done in your life what he's about to do is greater than that I look back on the miracles of my life. I look back on all that God brought me through and all that he did. And I think to myself, you know what? Here I am standing at a place that I never dreamed I would ever see and neither did you. And when I was going through all of that other stuff in my life and God was helping me and saving me and delivering me and giving me miracles and giving me a testimony, he knew I was going to face this. And he knew that all of that was a precursor to the greater glory that's coming glory to god glory to god i I, i'm telling you i'm so excited i wish i could just i just want to shout i just want to give him praise i just want to dance i just want to sing for joy i just give you praise oh god i give you praise oh god My heart lifts you up in praise right now. My heart lifts you up in praise. God, because the eyes of my faith can see the greater glory that you are bringing about through all of this. Lord, I pray you will encourage the saints right now. And I pray you will reach for those who are lost and searching for salvation. And I pray, God, that you'll sweep through our land with a Holy Ghost revival, the likes of which we've never seen before. Hallelujah. For in the last days, you said you're going to pour out your spirit upon all flesh. Pour it out, Lord. Pour it out, Lord. Pour it out, Lord. Pour it out upon all flesh. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. This is the time to get a hold of God and say, Lord, what you're doing, I want to be a part of it. And I'm not going to be discouraged. I'm not going to be downtrodden. I'm not going to be cast down. I know I'm being, I'm like a slingshot. Okay, you and I, we're like a slingshot. We're being pulled back. I know, you want to take massive steps forward and you just keep getting pulled back. You, you, you want to you take strides and you want to plan for your future and you had all these plans in place and then all of a sudden, something comes in that you could not handle or control or predict and all of it just seems like it's shattered around your feet. Don't worry, God's pulling you back but that's just so that He can release you. Oh, I feel the release coming in Jesus' name. Hakana I feel the release of the Holy Ghost coming upon this church, upon this city, upon this nation, upon this world. I feel a release of the mighty power of God. Come on, receive that word from the Lord right now in Jesus' name. Receive that word from the Lord right now in Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah. Lord, we receive it in the name of the Lord. Come on, we're going to sing and we're going to call upon God together. Just Never do it with us right now same. in the precious name of Jesus.
1: Never be the same as we go from glory to glory to glory forever change. We're forever changed. Uh-huh. Forever change. we forever changed. Oh, we yes. go from glory to glory to glory, glory to glory. We'll never be the same. Never be the same. Never be the same. Come oh, on, no, you're feeling
0: that. You're feeling that. Hallelujah. We'll the Holy Spirit is bearing witness of this word right now. Receive it in the name of the Lord Jesus.
1: Going from glory to glory. Changed. We're forever Changed forever. Changed. My God, You're doing the work, Lord. You're doing we the work. We go from Lord. glory to glory to glory. We'll never be the same. We'll never be the same. Yeah. We go from glory.
0: Come on, receive that into your heart right now. Receive that into your heart right now. The Lord, the Lord God. The Lord God of glory is with you. The Lord God of glory is with you. Hallelujah. Let me just go tell you something real quick. This, the Lord just gave, dropped this word in my spirit. The Lord is allowing certain situations to develop so that when the blessing comes, you will know it came from heaven and not from earth. When the blessing comes, you will know it came from heaven and not from earth. God setting you up and preparing you for a greater glory than what you than than you've ever known before. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, get a hold of the Word right now. Get a hold of the Word right now. Stand on the Word. Tune out the news. Tune out the news. Turn it. Tune out the prognostication. Tune out the statistics. And hold on to the Word of the Lord. And let the Word of the Lord satisfy your mouth with good things. In Jesus' name. One more time, let's lift up our hands to heaven and ask God. To bless us in Jesus name Lord I praise you and I worship you for the spirit of the Lord that has filled the church of God Lord I thank you for every member of the tree of life church I thank you for every member and every family represented in this congregation Lord this is a great church that is built upon the foundation that is you I pray, Lord, that you will strengthen them and strengthen their minds and encourage their hearts. Lord, and save to the uttermost. Lord, I pray that you'll minister healing and power. Hallelujah. Healing and power. Sound mind and love. Minister it. Right now, I pray. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I I just love you. And I thank you for elevating all of us. I thank you, God, for elevating all of us. Together, into a greater glory. In Jesus' precious name, amen and amen. God bless you tonight. Thank you for tuning in. Just go ahead and keep on worshiping him. Even though the the live stream will, will discontinue, you go ahead and keep on praising him. Keep that atmosphere going in your house. God bless you in the name that's above every name, the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for being with us tonight.